Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Smart Muslim Podcast. My name is Farhat Dameen. I am an author and a podcaster. I've been running this podcast for I think it's been over at least four, maybe even five years now. And Alhamdulillah, thank you for all your duas. Thank you for leaving your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please continue to do so. And, you know, hit the subscribe button if you like what you're listening to. Share it on WhatsApp and you can share it on Instagram. My handle is farhatthemean underscore UK. If you would like to find out more about my books, then visit smartmuslima.com. All of them are available on Amazon and from all good Muslim bookstores. Inshallah, let's begin the podcast. I think that we can all agree that women and young women in particular are expected to look sexy and I want us to just pause and think why. Why is it that we are expected to present ourselves to the world, whether that's in real life or online, in a sexualized manner? So I'm going to let you sit and think about that for a little while. Okay, that's enough because <laughs> the silence was slightly awkward. Okay, now you may know I'm an author and I write about challenges that Muslim women are facing. And this is something that I have thought about personally when I was growing up. I remember as a teenager, there was a time when I... I was very into studying and I loved studying and education and I remember coming to a point when I joined college, I went to a girls school and then when I went to college which was mixed, you then start to notice 
how I had people I knew who'd gone to school with me and then now they were in college they had a bit of a transformation and makeover and so they were looking more attractive for and I didn't understand for who to begin with because I was thinking what happened to her why has she just changed she is looking more and the word sexy is the only word I can describe them so whether that's through the makeup and the clothes okay of course you know you're not wearing uniform anymore and of course those people who did that then got attention and I was a bit of a plain Jane and alhamdulillah I'm happy I'm so happy that I was but I you know you notice these things and then I remember thinking that why is it that girls have to put so much effort into their appearance and their looks but the boys were not doing it as much there wasn't this pressure didn't exist for them and that was a real eye-opener for me but and I wonder if you you feel the same way that it is quite unfair it's definitely unfair the amount of pressure women and teenagers are under to look a particular way and it's very easy to cave into that pressure because it's coming from everywhere it's not just the kind of Netflix shows that are made for young women so as an example if we just look at things like well we've got okay I know Euphoria that isn't a Netflix show but that's got Zendaya in it you know the girl the actress from um, Spider-Man and but it's the audience is teenagers and if you look at that the kind of subjects it covers and um, storylines so one of the main things seeing that I'm talking about sexualization there's risky sexualized behavior sexual behavior is encouraged in that it's shown to be exciting of course the downsides are also shown but you see the characters engaging in that you know having um you know basically sleeping around having meeting up with guys in motels and you know and you think it's on the one hand it's the downside is presented but it's also being encouraged it's shown to be exciting and the starting point of that if you don't the thing that keeps the the plot line that keeps being like nailed into our heads is that if you you have to look sexy to get attention to be popular just just take you know the classic mean girls you know that transformation that happens to Lindsay Lohan's character from you know a very simple girl to you know those girls take her in and then say this is what you have to do to get uh, become in the it crowd but if you think of also other actresses and the kind of um, the movies and genres being created for teenagers so Jenna Ortega you know the actress from Wednesday if you just look at the kind of shows she's doing and the and just the look that's what I'm talking about if you just think of it will be very fitted clothes, it will be low cut tops, it will be short skirts, you know, the characters she played in the show You as well. Again, and you keep, if we look at 
let's just take Bella Hadid, another actress, well, sorry, not actress, model that is that young women look up to or are presented to them as role models. Just she's she's literally half naked most of the time in most of her pictures. And before you say it, I know she's pro-Palestinian and that's good. That's, you know, ticking the box for her. And she is Christian, by the way. But someone can do something good and they can also do something bad at the same time. So it's not all or nothing. But if you just, in your mind, just picture every single TV show, every single movie, so just take the latest Scream movie, the actresses who are playing young teenagers will always be... One, they will always look, you know, they they have flawless skin. Okay, the beauty myth and all of that, that's something we can talk about another time. But it's just this, the, the male characters will be fully clothed, but the female characters won't. Every single time, look at superheroes, look at Superman, Spider-Man, they will be fully clothed. Okay, it will be very tight clothing. But the female characters, whether that's Wonder Woman, whether um, take... Black Widow, China. My mind's trying to think. Super, even just what Supergirl would wear, or Catwoman. Compare that; it's always very sexualized. This is like undeniable. And I, you might be thinking, yeah, we know that. That's just the way the world is. But what I want, I'm questioning, and I question this in my book, Smart Teenage Muslim, extensively, is why. Why should we <coughs> accept that? Why should we say, okay, yeah, that's just the way it is. So that's the way I'm going to be. Because it doesn't help us. It's not, if you think, okay, what's the, let's just take the logical conclusion to when you reach puberty and then your body starts to change. So you're developing breasts, your, um, you know, your hips get bigger and then you you know the hormones rush in <coughs> so you there is this attraction to guys and guys then attracted to girls so now if you then start to and this could be anyone so if you start to present yourself in a more sexualized way so you know again how is that done that would be by the kind of makeup you wear by the tight clothes you know, showing your cleavage, wearing short skirts or very tight clothes, or if you do wear a hijab, you wear it in, you know, you're showing a bit of hair, you're just, you know, you're just presenting, I think you know what I mean, You, you sh- what is going to happen? You're going to get attention from guys, that is inevitable, and the question is, what are they giving you attention for? Why are they suddenly interested in you? They're not interested in your personality. They're interested in your body, aren't they? And frankly, they just want to go to bed with you. That That is what it, it is um, on their mind. And it would be extremely naive of any of us to not know in this day and age that young men are living on a diet of pornography and... I, again, I speak about that extensively in my book, Smart Teenage Muslim, because I think these are subjects which we have to talk about. I think purely for 
your own um, safety. And that's not exaggerating because we all know how big a problem sexual harassment is. And, you know, um, this assumption that men and but let's just what young teenage men have that they can talk to girls in a very sexualized um, aggressive manner they feel they are entitled to touch them to call that to treat them as if they are pieces of meat really that's what we're living in that's that's what we you have to be aware of we can't be in the movies then now this is the thing it's um, what we are shown is that, oh, there's a sweet young boy and he's interested in the girl and he's very respectful and he loves her little girl, he loves her quirkiness and he loves the way she, you know, all her cute little things she does and he loves her and that it's very pure and innocent. Now that's just Hollywood and, and the thing is, it's not only that, it's in Bollywood, it's in Korean movies it's, it's global there's this idea of the romanticized version of a boyfriend and what his intentions are and then there's the real world that we all live in you just have to um go to you know there's there's websites which collate the amount of sexual um sexual harassment young school girls um have to put up with you know so there's reality in this fantasy and we need to be able to sift and know the difference between how we behave and what effect it has on the opposite sex. And also, uh, unfortunately, let's not be shy that there's also girls who are attracted to girls. So there's the whole idea of, you know, you have no idea what um, uh, other women who, well, other teenagers, seeing that it's now being so normalised that being a lesbian is just another lifestyle choice and is totally okay. So going back to, okay, so you decide to, you know, um, become more sexy and, you know, sex yourself up, if that's what we're going to call it. And then, but then you will get that attention. You're going to get unwanted attention. Now, because the thing is that the way you, we look, um, People expect certain things from people who who dress in a sexualized manner. They assume things. And so therefore, let's be completely real and completely honest here that we then shouldn't be surprised if we get that attention. Because then people are surprised. They're shocked that, why are they doing this to me? Why are they saying those things to me? Why are they... But you're, it's it's like you're disconnected This from... The, the what everyone is consuming that the you know if you think what I find is very um uh whether I don't know whether to call it unethical or dissent um uh quite um I'm trying to I'll think of the word but when you see the role models whether it's pops um you know pop stars actresses whoever that are telling and encouraging young girls to, you know, again, it is the, the Jenna Ortigas, the um, Zendayas of this world, um, who, are, who encourage girls to look in a particular way. Now, what they do that, but they live in a bubble. 
They have security guards. They have managers. They have people protecting them. They don't go out on walking down the street, look at, you know, in um, dresses with like bits cut out of them. You know, now it's so odd that dresses will have, you know, like half a boob showing on the Oscars or when they go to the Met Gala. And you think, really, would you walk out, you know, dressing it in a completely see-through dress on the street? No, you wouldn't. It's because they know they are, they've got that protection and they can then dress like that and no one will touch them. But for your average girl who may look up to them, because they're ethnic, they look ethnic, you know, um, there's some kind of, you think there's some, you have something in common with them. Um, it's somehow you think you know them or they're, they say silly things like, you know, you're part of our community and part of our tribe and part of our family. Those words are so, that's just all marketing. So you've been convinced that that, you know, and again, Pakistani actresses, Indian actresses, they all do it. Um, so, but if you're going to copy them, just please be aware that you do not live with that protection. When um, someone tries to hit on you, when you you go out looking like that, and, and men um, of any age then start assuming things about you, um, you're going to have trouble. And the thing is, it's not just, this could be, a, you, you see that it's this in Muslim weddings, that women will, young girls um, will come dressed in, uh, looking extremely sexualized, looking way above their age. And um, it's becoming normalized. It's somehow seen as, Oh, there's no consequences to that. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong. Um, but what I'm saying to you is that rather than just following the crowd, following your Instagram feed and following whatever is um, presented to you on TikTok, why are you just passively accepting it? That That's what you need to ask yourself because... You're the one who will um, reap the consequences of that behaviour, not the people that you're following you and encouraging you to do this. And one of the things that Shaitan said to our father, Adam alayhi salam, when he, in, you know, he, he hated our father, Adam alayhi salam, and he was extremely arrogant and rebellious to our creator, Allah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. 
And one of the things that what the thing that he did to our parents, Adam and Hawa, may Allah be pleased with them, was that he got them to be aware of their nakedness and he promised to drag them down to Jahannam with him. Because he's going to go to Jahannam anyway, but he wants to drag him, uh, he wanted to drag our father and mother and then all of their children, Bani Adam, the children of Adam, that means me and you, down with him. And one of the ways that he does this is to encourage us to shamelessness. And one of the most effective ways to do that is to make us, uh, is to, to get us to remove our clothing. And so that is, when you see these people, you mustn't think of them as um, role models or people to follow or to emulate. Because what the other thing, well, let's just carry on with that, that because they are following in the footsteps of Shaitan. Let's just say it how it is. They have chosen to disobey Allah. I don't care if they're even Muslim, because Muslims do this just as much as non-Muslims. So they've chosen to disobey Allah, and then they are encouraging you to do the same. And the way that they do it is to present haram behavior as they beautify it. So when you do look at the pictures and the Instagram feed and whatever you're looking at, it looks shiny and beautiful. It does. You can, no one can deny that. And you think, oh, wow, I'd, I'd love to, if I dressed a bit like that or took some style tips from them, I could then look beautiful. I'll get attention as well. And the thing is, everyone wants attention. Of course we do. Everyone wants to, one wants to feel loved. Um, you know, that's, let's put that inside us. But there's a way to do it. And that's what's beautiful about Islam is that when it comes to looking sexy, the whole idea of sex and being with someone, that is done in a very beautiful, wholesome, private manner within the confines of marriage. And the thing, so when you are a teenager, when you're young, that isn't, the t- if you're not actually if you're not planning on getting married, you want to keep away from things that are going to incite you to um, present yourself in this really sexy way. The, the time for that will be when you're married, and you can then within the boundaries, there's rules, and you know I'm not going to get into that now. That's I, I talk about that in um, my book, Smart Teenage Muslimer. Because I do really think it has to be spoken about. We can't just say, no, we're not going to talk about that at all. And then that's it. And then we just say, don't do that. But we're not going to tell you what you can do. Um, so, yeah, so but that is all within marriage. Yeah, looking beautiful and nice. You know, there's certain rules we have about, even amongst women, whatever you should have covered, you know, the opinion that I follow and there are others but is that you need to cover from your you know your chest needs to be covered down to you you know below your knees even amongst women and it's very interesting that that now that we know with the rise of an acceptance of um lesbianism that makes so much sense that you keep certain parts of your body covered in front of women but that's just a side point um 
so yeah, so going back to the main point, so you don't have to present yourself in, you know, you don't have to be a sexy person all the time, whether it's in the way you speak, in the way you walk and the clothes you wear, because that is just an extra level of stress you're adding to your life. You can just be yourself, as in be content with the way Allah created you, be content with the rules that Allah's given you about clothing, about um, how you interact with the opposite sex, as in you don't flirt, you don't be friends with boys, you know, take them off your contact list. Um, because if they're there, the um, temptation is there to text them. You know, you should, if one of the things I you should do by the end of this podcast is take every non-mahram man or boy off your contact list unfollow every non-mahram man or boy on uh, instagram or twitter because why are you following them you have to ask yourself this you know allah knows why you're following them so you know why you're following them you know unfollow the women who are whose images you're viewing that are they are uncovered you know they are making you inciting you to do haram and that is what they are doing you know I've got my Instagram followers down to I think 21 at the moment it was really good cleansing my Instagram and um you know unless for you know these are questions that you can only answer yourself I'm not saying answer these publicly it's I'm just getting I'd just like you to think out of the box out of this box that has been created that we have to live in where um you know women have to and girls are expected to be really sexualized and, and I write, write about this in my book about the whole industries behind um this messaging and how much misery it causes to young women and the amount of money they are making out of it. I was speaking to someone just last week who she was going to become a model, and it wasn't just it wasn't just like one of those people who says, "Yeah, I'm going to." She really was. She was, and um, uh, everyone in her family knew that. And she said, and it was a real eye opener to me that she said she then, alhamdulillah, she didn't go ahead with it. Um, because she researched about all the basically the dark side of modeling and how girls models are expected to sleep with um photographers or to get you know jobs to get gigs to just it's very um what's exploitative so and um and how she didn't feel happy about that and what really she didn't feel happy about was that her younger sister would what would effect would that have on her younger sister would she then want to do that as well and alhamdulillah I thought you know Mela reward her and guide her for not going down that path because it probably would have been very lucrative but alhamdulillah she didn't do that and it's really good actually to hear there are a lot of um Muslim celebrities um for example um I think it's Zara Wasim um she was a um Bollywood actress and she was literally she had the dream you know she was oh 
in Bollywood movies. She was young, she's beautiful, and she um, she was going to make a movie with Charlotte Khan. You know, like that when you're making a movie with Charlotte Khan, you know, you've kind of hit the a jackpot. And um, but Alhamdulillah, she started to. But it's interesting. She was also um, sexually harassed. They, she gave some examples of this. Even someone who's rich and famous, uh, she wasn't saved from you know from that. But she Alhamdulillah, Allah guided her, and she left it all. Um, so, and uh, there's other actresses. There's some Pakistani uh, drama actresses who they went on. One went on Umrah, and then like knocked some sense into her. She got some hidayah, and she turned her back on all of it. So you don't hear about these stories so often because the sisters who who they just leave they're like just want to get out of it completely um but alhamdulillah there's a lot like there's um a hijabi um, um she's kind of like an instagram she's got also got a um like a fashion business batul bazi alhamdulillah she's changed as well she has removed all her pictures of her where she presents herself in a very, you know, kind of un-Islamic way. She's removed them from Instagram, and I think she's got rid of her TikTok videos as well. And so she's re-evaluating the way she does her business, the way she sells her clothes. So Alhamdulillah, it just shows that when people who duck, they've got everything, they've reached the top, and they're still not happy, and they're still not content, um, I think we should take a lesson from them. And we shouldn't take a lesson from the likes of Jenna Ortega, Zendia, Bella Hadid. You know, the net list goes on and on and on. Because all we get is a very is um, a curated, uh, marketed version of their happiness. We don't know what's... We know if they're not Muslim, they deep down they're not happy. And um, what will happen is that you just constantly... Um, they keep pushing the boundaries. They'll wear, you know, the less the next, you know, um, shocking dress, the next kind of movie, which will be even more, um, you know, erotic and things like that. It just doesn't. They have to keep continuously keep being edgy, and you don't want to be like that. This you, we all want peace of mind. We want contentment. We want to know that Alhamdulillah, our Creator is happy with us. And that if we dye the clothes that we're wearing, the way we look, um, Allah will be happy with us. And just remember, Alhamdulillah, why is it on when we are buried, we are covered in cloth? Yeah, we're completely, Alhamdulillah, our modesty is um, protected. You know, all the, everything is taken away and we're returned to Allah, very simple. Um, and so in life, if you want to achieve that, peace of mind and contentment we need to lose the idea that we need to be sexy um inshallah like i said at the beginning of the podcast if you find this podcast useful um please do dua for me my health isn't that great at the moment i'm not sure i may have mentioned it previously but i do have cancer and i'd really appreciate your duas um but yeah please leave a review, subscribe and share this podcast with someone else who you think it will help. 
inshallah. And if you want to know about any of my books, Smart Teenage Muslimah in particular, you can go to www.smartmuslimah.com and the book is available to buy on Amazon. Okay then, take care. Asalaamu Alaikum. Muslim teenagers face many challenges. A myth is peddled that following Islam makes life difficult and they'll be happier if they were less religious. Let's face it, sometimes being a practicing Muslim can seem like mission impossible. Sin is exciting and Islam is so boring. But rather than reject religion, I want to offer a new point of view. In my book, Smart Teenage Muslimah, I invite girls to look at the ideas and behaviours that wider society expects them to embrace and decide whether they are good for their mental health and well-being. Concepts such as self-obsession, rampant consumerism and feminism. Also, what tools exist in the Quran and Sunnah to help you dream big and be a confident Muslimah? In this thought-provoking guide, you will discover guidance from our sacred texts to achieve peace of mind. Understand the purpose of your life. Learn what Islam has to say about puberty and sex. And get the facts about LGBTQIA and gender identity. So, if you're a smart teenage Muslimah whose goal is to succeed in this life and attain Jannah in the next, this book is for you. Inshallah, to find out more, visit www.smartmuslimah.com. The book is now available to buy on Amazon and Google Playbooks. Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome to Smart Muslimah Podcast. My name is Farhat Dameen. I am an author and a podcaster. I've been running this podcast for, I think it's been over at least four, maybe even five years now. And Alhamdulillah, thank you for all your du'as. Thank you for leaving your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Please continue to do so. And, you know, hit the subscribe button if you like what you're listening to. Share it on WhatsApp and you can share it on Instagram. My handle is farhatthameen underscore UK. If you would like to find out more about my books, then visit smartmuslimah.com. All of them are available on Amazon and from all good Muslim bookstores. Inshallah, let's begin the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.